Hello and welcome to the Evolve Pipe Drive podcast. We talk all things pipe drive, sales, apps and pipe drive marketplace. My name is Bruce Bigelow. I'm the sales director here at Evolve. At Evolve, we're a technology consultancy that focuses on getting more out of pipe drive through te- um, consulting, training and uh, optimization. Today, it's my great pleasure to be joined by Simon Bates, the co-founder at Channelize. Channelize brings vendors, distributors, partners together in a single partnership relationship management platform or PRM. I'm really looking forward to this conversation with Simon today for a couple of reasons. Uh, One, because Simon is a serial entrepreneur, having founded multiple businesses over the last 25 years, including Byte Squared, which was acquired by Citrix in 2013. Um, Shout out to my wife. My wife uses Citrix uh, every day uh, as a uh, charter builder surveyor. Two, because Simon is building a platform that is a hot topic coming into 2023. Uh, and that is simplifying partner management. Uh, I look forward to going to, into this into more detail um, on this call. Plus, Channelize is on the PipeDrive marketplace, ready for you to try out in the description below. Simon, uh, welcome. Please can you introduce yourself and Channelize to our audience. Yeah, thanks, Bruce. Um, yeah, my name's Simon Bates. I'm co-founder, CEO at Channelize. And uh, yeah, as you mentioned, Channelize is is one in a series of startups that I've I've led. I've had a number of startups in my life. Actually, you know, ever since I can remember, um, back in the early days, uh, I've had one career that that spanned three years that wasn't my own business um, from when I was young. And um, as you mentioned, my my previous startup was a, a company called Byte Squared. And what we did there, we we created an app for the iOS app store and Android, Android um, marketplace for editing Microsoft Office documents. So you know, Word documents, Excel spreadsheets, uh, PowerPoint presentations. And there was nothing else really like that, that that did that. We were effectively the first spreadsheet editor um, on the iOS store back in 2008. Mm. Um, so <clears throat> we got in there pretty early and, and we managed to grow our user base to around 12 million users. Nice. And uh, that's when you know Citrix started partnering with us and a few other, um, few other bigger companies. But we were eventually acquired by Citrix um, a few years ago. So yeah, for the last eighteen months or so, I've been working at Channelize, and yeah, Channelize is is a partner relationship management platform, yeah. and um, brings together vendors, distributors, and partners. So you know resellers, VARs, system integrators, referral partners, brings all of those people together to, to grow their channel partnerships and collaborate around leads, deals, um, learning, product learning, and marketing. Nice. Yeah, it, it's such a hot topic. I just want to go back to something you mentioned there, just to kind of show, again, if you're, on a, in a, you're in a hot space at the moment now with partner relationship management, uh, Building an app um, for the App Store in 2008, I think this, if you're editing, uh, if you are editing spreadsheets on your iOS or Android back then, was this at a time when the iPhone couldn't even cut, copy and paste, I think, in 2008? So <laughs> you were really ahead of the game um, from <laughs> that stage. Yeah, no, that, that's right. I mean, it was a challenge just to get files onto the, the device, actually. Mm. Um so, you know, just before we did anything, we, we had to do sort of crazy things like create like a web dev server 
so that you could sort of connect to your phone uh, from your Mac or PC over WebDAV, which is like some crazy protocol for transferring, you know, to transfer files across there. And then, yeah, that was the initial challenge before we even got on to how to edit those files. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they were crazy times, but it was, it was, yeah, it was fun. We used to, we used to go over to San Francisco every year to the Moscone Center, and it was like a real buzz around what was going on at that time. So it was, it was really nice to be involved in it at that point. Yeah, awesome. So back, back to present day, um, we've said PRM a couple of times now. Obviously, people that listen to the, uh, the podcast or, or watch it um, are typically either on pipe drive or they're considering the switch. Um, but what the hell is a PRM and why is it different to a CRM? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I guess your your audience will be very familiar with with Pipe Drive and how it can manage their direct customers' relationships. On, mm. you know, that that's effectively a, a, a CRM, a customer relationship manager. Well, you know, when when vendors decide to sell their products through the channel instead of selling directly, then um, that's when they need a way to to manage those partnerships and to provide portals for their partners to log in and register leads and close deals. And that's the basis of what we call partner relationship management. It's essentially what Channelize does. Nice. So who would you say should be thinking about this in 2023? Um, or or well, now? I mean, we're recording this in December of 2022, but who should be thinking about this now? Yeah, well, I think, you know, software vendors, for example, um, they all start off small and they all start off selling their, their products directly, um, maybe off their website or, or through stores and things. But there comes a point where, you know, you want to get into other countries, you want to sort of grow very quickly. And a very good way of doing that is to start partnering with um, you know, value-added resellers or even referral partners these days. Um, so if you're really wanting to be serious about getting your product into all parts of the world and um, accelerating its growth, then you need to start considering selling through the channel. Um, so yeah, it's those those sort of people that we try and target at a, at a sort of a early stage. And how, how um, who would you or what uh, markets are covered there, right? So you, you mentioned they're trying to get into new markets. Are there any um, restrictions to, to what the, the platform can do there? Or, or is it managed from one place and you can ha have different regions uh, managed all within the one platform? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's cloud software. So um, there, there are sort of very little restrictions in terms of being able to get up and running that, you know, you know there are always restrictions around people are, are nervous about where their data is stored that that goes for every cloud provider and so um you know our initial target has been uh, not the us initially actually because um the us is slightly different from europe in the way that it has um you know distributors and and, and partners are more sort of prevalent in in europe um, just because of the sort of you know the, the language side of things, there are, there are lots of different languages obviously in in, in Europe, and um, our target has has been more Europe. So we've tended to ensure that our data is is stored in EU West, so that's Ireland, 
Um, and that, that gets around a lot of problems to do with, with GDPR and things like that. Um, I'm not sure if that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it does. It's, it's, I'm just trying to put my head in the mind of someone listening to this that might be a startup. Again, we, we know a lot of startups that, uh, you know, the five people to eight people that use Pipe Drive as they're scaling up, right? So in the, those first three years of, you know, whether it's organic growth, and they get their first SDR, their, their first marketing team, driving more leads. Um, and if they're based in New York, like is that something that they would they would lean on something like Channelize in that instance? I was just trying to understand um, the kind of the, the scope that you guys could um, support. Um, yeah, I mean. You, you mean if you've got like a sort of disparate company where they've got sort of people all over the over the world? Yeah, is that what you're, is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, with with Channelize, um, you you've got an account that you can create, and then you can start inviting other users within your organization to that account. And it's very good at being able to um, restrict which bits of the product are visible to certain people. So an SDR, for example, might have access to um, you know, the sales side of the product. But then if you've got a marketing team, then um, you know, you've got ways of being able to lock down just the sort of marketing features to the marketing team. So you know, it, it's something that you can, um, uh, you can also have it such that you know, if you've got a, a satellite office in in I know it's Australia, for example, separate from your business in in the US, then you can have um, different partners leads coming into different um, different users. So, for example, the Australian uh, employee will start getting the leads associated with the Australian partner. So you can you can cut it up that way. Yeah. So it's 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 good to be able to redirect the business appropriately. Nice. So, so just thinking about the partner relationships in in general right mm. what would you say the um makes a channelized platform different is it how it's being done or some, some of the what pain is it that you're ch- solving from a prm system st- standpoint yeah um i suppose i can explain this quite simply through an analogy yeah. so imagine facebook was designed so that you couldn't find new friends and instead uh, you know you could only invite the friends you knew to connect with you yeah. and imagine if your friends had to log out of Facebook and then log back into a different account to start interacting with each different friend well this is a this is a bit how other partner relationship management products work today so PRM solutions today are very vendor centric mm. so typically the software is designed such that each vendor owns a siloed set of partners, okay? And uh, with this approach, the partner experience is, is poor, you know, for those very reasons that they've got to sort of keep logging in and out of different accounts. Um, and it's difficult for like vendors to be able to easily grow their partner base through, through those products because you've got these siloed um, partners. So we've, we've taken a different approach and designed Channelize with a different data topology, if you like, that's very much more network-based. So it means that 
partners can more easily search for and, and find vendors that they want to work with right from within Channelize. Um, but the same, the same topology will enable Channelize to evolve into different feature areas. And what, one of those is, is co-selling. Mm. Um, so these days, vendors are realizing that to close more complex and lucrative deals, they need to start collaborating, working with not just sales partners, but other vendors even, and you know, third-party solution providers. So where we're going with Channelize is to be able to support those virtual groups of co-selling companies. Um, you know, we're not there yet, but I'm just trying to emphasize the subtle but important difference of the, the data topology that we use versus what PRM, PRM providers have traditionally used. So, you know, breaking away from that siloed set of partners per vendor and moving into a more collaborative network of all types of partners. That's, that's where we're heading. Yeah, and you know, I was lucky enough to have the, we recorded a, a demo just before this. We'll have links in the description below for that. But um, this is, I like the when you mentioned co-selling there, you had that you'd auto enroll within that, right? So as a partner, you might say, "Yes, I want to get in, involved in this," and then your assets are automatically up, uploaded into, into a campaign. But I mean, but that all comes because the uh, the back end of your platform is built different, right? Which is yep. allowed to do that, right? So, I, I don't know where did where did that come from as a as a as a pain? Where, where, what you what were you uncovering there? How did that come about? Yeah, um, well, that was my my co-founder um, actually. He's, he's um, been working in the channel, uh, you know, a lot a large part of his life. Um, that's not it's not actually my background. So you know, you know a little bit about my background, but he's from a very um, channel background and that was his sort of big eureka moment when he realized that everyone was kind of doing it a little bit wrong and it wasn't you know the way that people have had their product structured wasn't uh, set up to have sort of ecosystems of partners mm. um, it was set up to to be very just vendor centric very focused on the vendor which doesn't lead to good partner experience you know for all the reasons that i just mentioned yeah yeah, I, th I think it's um, just from what I saw before. I hadn't seen anything quite like that. So, um, yeah, it was it was uh, quite revolutionary in, in that regard. So, just talking about where PipeDrive fits in this, right? So, we touched upon PRM and, and CRM. Uh, CRM is a customer relationship management um, appearance partner. How do they integrate? Like, what what's the what is that that link um, between the two? Yeah, so the, the link between Channelize and Pipedrive is is really at a sort of synchronizing um, partners and leads and deals between the two. So um, typically, let's say you had a mix, say you're a, a software vendor that had a mix of direct sales and partner-driven sales, so sales through the channel. Then you know you might be managing your direct sales through Pipedrive, but when you're you've got sort of channel sales coming through. Those are going to be things that you would manage through a partner relationship management system, um, but you still want to reflect the um, the sort of revenue that's coming through the channel alongside your your direct revenue. So you still want to see you know what what leads you've got in the system, what deals are closing, and how much revenue has closed. Um, and so having that integration means that you can 
have access to that information from within PipeDrive. And and how do do how do the systems integrate? Are, what's their um, is it one way? Is it two way? How, how does that work? Um, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, so imagine that um, a deal comes in to channelize from a partner, and as a vendor you can make a decision on whether you're going to accept that registered deal or not. Um, if you accept it, then that deal gets transferred over to PipeDrive and it, it will sort of store that as, it will store the end user in PipeDrive as, a, as an organization and a, and a person. Um, but it will also create the deal in PipeDrive. So you've got you know, exactly how much that deal is worth, et cetera. And it will associate that deal with the partner that provided that deal to you. So that's that's the sort of critical piece. Yeah, and no, I think that's the um, the game changing element being able to push between between the two there. Um, so like, like we said, we did we did record a demo, um, but of that, so we'll have the links in the description below for you to um, check that out, um, and or uh, as well as. I don't go as quite as deep as maybe you would, uh, so you can also get your own demo um, links in the description below. Um, Simon, we did touch upon this briefly, but if we talk about your journey coming into uh, Startup Channelize, what was what was that journey? How did you meet your co-founder, and what was the story um, with Channelize coming coming to be? Yeah, um, so I was actually living out in Malta. And this was just around the sort of you know lock, lockdown um, time, and uh, I think I put my name on on somewhere which said I would I'm happy to give sort of free advice to people in Malta that are you know yeah. looking to sort of do startups and things. Um, and uh, I actually met my my co-founder through that, so we ended up just having a, a, a coffee. And lockdown wasn't quite the same as it was over here; it was a lot uh more relaxed now in in Malta do, do you remember the name of the platform where you found each other um we can give a shout out to that tech platform or um, no i can't <laughs> off the top of my right. head <laughs> it's quite Malta does have a quite nice um it's quite vibrant tech scene especially in the, in the gaming sector as well right but, yeah it, it's it's heavily in, in the gaming sector they've, they've sort of really tried to attract those those companies in, into Malta and they've done a good job of that yeah. um, there is an organization that I was part of in Malta which was called Silicon Valletta um, yeah. and uh, yeah I'm mean, with that so you know that's actually a, a very good organization which they just started up a group of guys started that up but yeah no we, we just met for a coffee and and um, uh, he he showed me his um his idea and I, I almost sort of you know walked away at first because I thought well you know that's just that's just way too much work for for me to yeah. get involved in um, because you know at first he was saying you know I want to get I want to get this uh, this product created how would I do that and then he's then he then he said well no actually you know you, you've got experience with this you could do that but it, and I think if I would have known you know, it's like all of these things, you know, if, if you actually know what's ahead of you, you probably never do it. Um, yeah. But uh, it was a really good idea and I sort of couldn't resist getting involved. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we- I think that I, there might be a little bit of this. So I always think of, there's a little bit of ignorance and arrogance, right? So ignorance, to you have to be ignorant enough to start it and arrogant enough to kind of keep going. <laughs> um, 
So there's a there's a little bit of that. So, um, but uh, but no, I, I love that. So from uh, yeah, I mean, as, as, as we look to, to wrap up uh, the um, we we'll just do some quick fire questions. They can be long form answers. You don't have to, to rush the answers at all. Um, but from Channel Eyes, it, obviously it's 2021 uh, when you started. I think it was April 2021. Um, yeah. So now, what, what's been the, your favourite use case that you've seen people um, use so far? Um, yeah, so I, I'm really uh, pleased with the, the sort of marketing aspects of what we've done. So historically, traditionally, um, it's always been difficult for vendors to get partners involved in their marketing activities. It's just, for some reason, you know, um, the uptake is like really low. So um, I think it's, traditionally what's happened is that vendors have created a, um, a set of assets and um, they've, they've uploaded them for the, for the partner to download them and start rebranding them and then creating their own campaigns and then, um, you know, putting them up through their own social channels or emails. And that's, uh, you know, then the vendors have wanted to be able to try and get what, you know, what leads did you guys get from that campaign? And, and it's been a real struggle to get that information back. So one thing that we've, that we're really proud of is what we've done is we've created a sort of seamless end to end um, marketing campaign that the vendor can set up and have automatically branded and um, the partner, all they need to do is simply press one button to enroll in that campaign. So they can look at what posts are going to go out. They can see the sort of sequence of posts. They do need to just connect up to their own social channels, but then they just they can just look at whatever campaigns are available from that vendor and press enroll. And then that does uh, that does two things. That basically um, sends out posts according to the sequence and starts collecting leads because a lot of those posts will be lead capture based type posts. Um, and then those leads sit with the reseller until they're ready to register them with a the vendor. And at any point, you know, you can see what the stats are on those campaigns and um, the vendor can do the same as well. So it's, it's a really seamless way of being able to do through partner marketing from the vendor through their, through their partners. And it's a, it's a great way for the vendor to be able to amplify their, their marketing voice. Yeah, I love it. And then what would you say for people um, just getting started with a PRM um, and for those seasoned pros? So the seasoned pro answer might be going to try and do more co-marketing, co-selling, right? But yeah. if, if for those get, getting started, where how should they think about this? And for those that want to excel, how should they think about using the platform? Yeah, so, so my biggest bit of advice for for vendors is to actually um, focus on the onboarding side of things. So the partner experience is the, is the key, I think, when you're creating your, your, you know, your, your, your channel program for the first time. You're wanting to make sure that you're giving the, the best experience to, to your partners. And I think the thing to remember is when you're onboarding partners that it, it's not a one-off event. So onboarding should start from the moment you decide to work with your partner and should continue throughout the lifetime of the partnership. Um, so, you know, my advice there is to spend some time configuring the onboarding templates that we have in Channelize and ensure that your partner experience is good, your partners have the right knowledge to sell your products and that you know, effectively you're making the most out of each partnership. Yeah. 
And then for uh, the season pro, would you say lean on um, the co-marketing um, side of, of things or would you recommend something else? Yeah, I think um, we just touched on there, making sure that your partners um, are up to date with the, their product knowledge. That's that's critical for having them being be able to do a good job of selling your, your products. So the learning management system in Channelize really lets um, vendors be able to uh, describe their product and teach their product in the, in the way that they know how and to be able to publish that to the vendors and as part of the onboarding process even require them to take certain courses and, and show their understanding of the product. So that's that's a critical piece of working with, with partners. So uh, yeah, that together with the marketing side of things because there's a lot of... Um, marketing features in our PR in our PRM channelized that you won't necessarily find in in other platforms yeah and then finally would you have obviously you got a, a, a little bit of experience with pipe drive um, do you have any pipe drive feature requests uh, that you would like to see within the platform uh, or anything you'd like to see taken out yeah, actually, uh, I'm hoping Pipedrive will create a category for partner relationship management in the Pipedrive mar marketplace, because um, okay. although I think Channelize is perhaps the only PRM in the marketplace, I'm 100% sure on that, but it was, I think, the last time I looked, then, um, you know, we've had to list under something like data management. I think, data I, th I think you're actually listed under lead management. Okay, maybe. Um, I think it's under lead management. Yeah, so you know, so pipe drive marketing team, if you're listening, please add a partner relationship management category. Yeah, that, love it. that okay. would be yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Um, well, Simon, this this has been great um, chatting with you. Uh, is there anything in particular you'd like to um, cover before before we wrap up? Um, just to mention, actually, that we're we're in the process of building a list of software vendors who are, who are actively looking for partners. So. If any of your audience are value-added resellers, system integrators, or referral partners, and they want free exposure to those vendors, then um, they can just create a free Channelize account and get access to that list. And um, I can give you that URL if, 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 if that's going to be useful. Yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll, we'll make sure uh, Marco will put it all in the description below. All right, perfect. Um, and incidentally, oh, wow. just to mention that Channelize is free for vendors for up to five partners, and it's totally free for for bars, system integrators, referral partners, etc. Brilliant. So, yeah, yeah, really nice. And um, yeah, that's, that's a nice way to finish this. And obviously, uh, we'll have uh, somebody say we'll, we can link to your own LinkedIn, so we can you can chat personally there. We'll have a link to um, try out the, the platform for yourself there. And uh, yeah, we'll have make sure Marco links to, to what you just said there as well, Simon. But um, thank you for listening. Um, it's been you've been listening to the Evolve Pipe Drive podcast, where we talk all things pipe drive sales, apps, and pipe drive marketplace. Uh, at Evolve, we're trying to help people who are on pipe drive uh, or considering the CRM switch get the most out of pipe drive because uh, we believe it's the easiest to use CRM uh, out there um, because you know your business and we know pipe drive. Um, if you found this insightful, please consider liking, subscribing, or sharing with some that you think will find this useful, and or drop us a note. We're always uh, interested to find new guests, new um, requests, or anything like that, so uh, please do send it in. Simon, once again, thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Ruth.